I got nothing in my brain. Well, that's what people say. Mm hmm. <laughs> Come on, Steve O. Shake it off. I'm going to show you how to operate in a spirit. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. up happy lifers welcome to happy life studios i am so glad you came today i don't know why i always say i'm so glad you're here i should be saying i'm happy that you're here because we're not glad life studios we're happy life studios we're here to navigate activate and advocate your happy life at least help you with that that's why we exist and so i am happy that you are here This couple goes into this restaurant like Applebee's on a date night, (laughs) as long as I'm throwing around quotes to songs here. Anyway, they go into this restaurant and they they decide to split an entree between the two of themselves. And so they decide to get the steak, but they're not sure which option they should get because they got three of them. They could either get mashed potatoes, baked potato, or a French fry. For them, And they're in this debate on which one is the best one. They can't seem to come up with an answer at all. And finally, the server comes over and asks them, are you guys ready to order? And they look at each other and think, why not let their server decide for them what option they should get? So they ask the server. We can't seem to decide between the baked potato, the mashed potato, or the french fries. Uh, what would you recommend? Waiter looks at them and... And replies back, uh, sorry, I can't pick a side. <laughs> I can't pick a side. <laughs> and that's a problem. At least I think it's a problem. No, not for the couple and what they're going to eat. Because I think it, winner, winner, potato dinner there. I mean, whether you, in my opinion, whether you get baked potatoes or french fries or mashed potatoes, um, they're all delicious. You you win no matter what with that. But when the waiter says, I can't pick a side, I think that's a problem that we have today. Not picking sides at the restaurant, but picking sides today. I don't know where it's coming from. And I, like I said before, I, I think it's coming, honestly, from darkness. Because what darkness does is darkness separates us. Darkness wants to divide us. I live in the United States of America. After the word the, 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 the word there is united. It's it's like the first word is we're united and we're supposed to be united. But this force, which I think is honestly darkness and darkness uses all sorts of things to get its tasks done. But darkness separates us. 
We're not the disjointed states of America or the United States of America. And if you're listening from somewhere else, I don't know how this is across the world, but I think it's probably still the same because darkness is darkness, light is light. Wow, Steve, you're deep today. Yeah, what can I say? <laughs> Aren't you glad you tuned in? But I believe that there is a problem here, not in picking sides, but darkness trying to come in and say you're either this or you're that. The truth is there's a lot in between there. Between far right and far left, there's a lot of space in between there. And I think that's where the majority of people hang out. But there's been a lot of pressure lately. A lot of, is dichotomy the right word? But something trying to split us up into two segments of society. We are either this or we're that. But we are from so many tribes and creeds and races and styles and personalities and and lifestyles and areas of thought and there is when you got billions of people on the planet there's an awful lot of flavor on the planet there's an awful lot of styles on the planet and to try to split those all up into two different areas that's a problem in my opinion (laughs) because there is so much more than this or that there is so much more in the middle there that's a problem Something is trying to separate us, and that's evil. It's not good. Separating us is not good. It's not healthy. It's a problem. It's like the two guys that are on opposite sides of a river. And the one shouts to the other and says, Hey, I need you to help me get to the other side. To which the other guy replies, You're on the other side. (laughs) Right? And we always seem to think that everybody's on the other side. You're on the other side. You're either on my side or you're on the other side. But what if it was more like a lake, you know, where where the side goes all the way around? And honestly, I agree with the, the server. I can't pick a side. I don't want to pick a side. The side I want to pick is the human side, is our side. Guess what I'm trying to say here is opinion polls don't count for much. The proof of the pudding is in the eating. I actually found that in the Bible. Can you believe that? I mean, that is actually a verse in the Bible. You have to read it from the message translation, uh, but it's actually about two thirds of the way in the Bible. It's, it, it's in the book of Luke. It's in the chapter of seven, and then it's in verse 35, but it says, opinion polls don't count for much, do they? The proof of the pudding is in the eating. That's a statement that came back in the 14th century, I believe, is what they think where it came from. It wasn't written down until like the 17th century, but the proof of the pudding is in the eating. In other words, the real worth, the real success The true effectiveness of something can only be determined by putting it to the test, by trying it or using it. That's what it means by the proof. Test this thing, which was vital because when this phrase came out, the proof is in the pudding, back in the Middle Ages, pudding was more like a haggis or a sausage. It was a mixture of minced meat or cereal, or spices, even blood sometimes, and it's stuffed into, ugh, why would you call this pudding? I don't know, but it's stu- all that stuff, is uh, combinations of that stuff are stuffed into animal intestines, or stomachs, and boiled or steamed. Ugh. Ugh. I should have I gave you a, a warning before I gave that description. Ugh. 
I mean, number one, how do people eat that? Number two, why do people eat that? But the biggest question I have is why do you call that pudding? <laughs> so in other words, when they said the proof is in the pudding or the proof is in the eating of the pudding or the proof of the pudding is in the eating, the pudding wasn't the same as it is today. <laughs> it wasn't some sweet thing. It was blood and junk stuffed in the animal. And te- I'm just going to stop right there. Okay. <laughs> but it was very important because what that meant is the proof is in the pudding. Mean you couldn't tell whether the pudding was finished or not. The pudding of the middle ages that we're talking about now, you couldn't tell it was until you took a bite of it until you tried it, until you tasted it. You couldn't tell if the pudding was completely cooked. This could actually, it was a very important saying because this could be fatal. If the meat, oftentimes back then, if the meat was contaminated or if it wasn't cooked right or cooked all the way through, it could be dangerous. It could be fatal if the pudding isn't cooked correctly. So they say the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in eating of the pudding. So like the quote I read from the Bible, opinion polls don't count for much, do they? The proof of the pudding is in the eating. Two sides, two different opinions. But honestly, our opinions are just opinions. I mean, I believe that my opinions are right or I wouldn't have them. We all believe our opinions are right, but are all of us correct? (laughs) You know, we have these strong opinions and you don't, number one, like I said before, you don't have to have a strong opinion on everything. Sometimes that's darkness trying to come in and trying to separate us and go, well, you need to react to that. And you need to, there's a difference between reacting and responding, right? Responding is a healthier. You think through the whole process. You, you, for instance, you don't hear that term very often. Like you made a good point. Let me think about that. Hmm. I never thought about that before. Let me go do some research in that. That's responding. Reacting is, oh yeah, well, you're just this. Or <laughs> reacting is trying to win an argument. Responding is trying to figure out what truth really is. So when there's, you got to have one or two opinions when there's billions of people in the world and to try to split it down to either either have this opinion or you have that opinion. I just, like I said, I think that's a problem. I don't think it's healthy for society. Even the pudding we're talking about, the haggis we're talking about from the Middle Ages, it had all those ingredients in it. And we're all like a part of this great big huge mixture on the planet. And we all bring a different spice, a different ingredient, a different flavor to this thing called life. So to try to split it up into two spices, salt or pepper, you know, sweet or sour, to me, I think that's a problem. Opinion polls don't count for much, do they? The proof of the pudding is in the eating. In other words, Believe what you believe. That's one thing, but they're just opinions, right? And we all have them. We all need them. But the proof of the pudding is in the eating of it. You can't tell if that opinion is good or not until you try it out, until you test it out. The problem that we have today is we draw a line in the sand. Here's my opinion. There's a line in the sand and I'm not crossing it. And here's what I believe. And that's just the way it is. Well, this side over here says, no, that's wrong because the line of the sand is over here. And until we're willing to step aside and listen to each other's pain, there's a reason we have the opinions that we have because they came from our experiences. They came from our upbringing. They came from things that have happened to us. 
They've come from our personality. They come from our skill set, our abilities. They come from the area that we grew up in. There's many reasons why we have that opinion. And so for me to just take someone else's opinion and just label as, well, they're this, they're that side, they're on the other side of the river, and not sit down and listen to them tell me their story. When they tell me their story, I get a whole new angle on it. I understand why they have the opinion that they have, and now I'm a wiser, smarter person because of it. Now I can respond to what they're saying instead of reacting against what they're saying. So my question is, am I a lover or am I a hater? Personally, I would agree with Drew Barrymore when she was talking to Keanu Reeves. I'm so, not a fighter. I'm a lover. I don't know. No, because if you're a lover, you got to be a fighter. How so? Because if you don't fight for your love, what kind of love do you have? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Are you a lover or a fighter? Well, let me break it down anymore. Are you a... Am, am I... A lover, well, I may should say it this way. For the purpose of this episode, am I a lover or a hater? You know, the interesting thing is in this quote, in this statement, the proof of the pudding is in the eating. The proof back then meant to test. But today, when you think of proof, the word proof is a term that we use to measure how much alcohol is in liquor. Like that's 80 proof whiskey. So my question is, Am I 80 proof love or am I 80 proof hate? Am I 80 proof love? Am I 80 proof fight? Because you can't have both. There's also another quote that's been around for thousands of years. And it was also in the Bible that says you can't have salt water and fresh water in the same spring. I don't think that we can love and hate at the same time. This whole force that tries to separate us into two different categories, you're either this or you're that, I think that's a, that's a problem. But I also think sometimes it's important to separate into two categories. Like when it comes to hate and love. This isn't something that you want to just mix together. I'm either hating or I'm loving. I cannot do both at the same time time. And I think that's healthy to analyze. Am I 80 proof love right now? Or am I 80 proof hate right now? But I can have both at the same time. Like Taylor Swift said, or like I said in the beginning of this episode. Got nothing in my brain. Haters going to hate, 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 hate. So shake it off. First of all, what I'm talking about, this, this might seem counterintuitive here, but I need to talk about hating just a second because I think that just like the word proof or the pudding is in the eating, that word proof has changed from testing something to how much alcoholism is in liquor, right? Just in the way that, that words tend to change. We've got a lot of words that are changing today. A lot of people trying to change our language. And I think that's also a problem. I mean, make up a new word, say a different word. But I get confused when we've grown up believing this word means this. And all of a sudden now the definition has changed. 
I won't get into all that stuff because there's a lot of political stuff there. And I've already gotten more political than I want to get. The most about I want to say about politics is don't allow politics to separate us from each other. People that allow politics to separate in their family, I don't, I don't get that. I don't, I don't understand that. People are the most important thing. People are the prize. Relationships are what life is all about. And I'm not going to allow anything to separate that. That, like I said, is a problem. But we got to talk about this term hate. Just because somebody disagrees with you does not mean that they hate you. For instance, people use that term a lot. Haters are going to hate. I don't know if I came from this song or not, but haters are just going to hate. So if you don't agree with me, all of a sudden, now you're a hater. Her own lyrics, when she's saying haters are going to hate, this is what she's talking about. She says, I stay out too late, got nothing in my brain. I go on too many dates, but I can't make them stay. So in other words, the hate that she's talking about, people are giving her, and she did go on a lot of dates. She did have a lot of guy friends in her life. That was kind of the drama. So that's where the song came out of, because people were saying this stuff. But when I say that you stay out too late, I am not hating you. <laughs> Even if I say you got nothing in your brain, that doesn't feel like hate to me. You go on too many dates, but you can't make anything stick. I don't know. Is that hate? Let's go to the dictionary to determine that. The dictionary says that hate in verb form is to feel intense or passionate dislike for somebody. And in the noun version, it says intense or passionate dislike. Now, if I'm saying you stay out too late with passionate dislike, then that's hate, (laughs) right? But if I'm just saying you stay out too late or I don't agree with your opinions or in other words, don't call someone a hater if they're just disagreeing with you. I'm bringing it all to this point right here. When I fall, when I fall down and hurt myself, it's because I've lost balance. When I fall down, it's because I'm leaning too far one way or the other. There's two sides. You're on the other side. I can't pick a side. (laughs) If I'm leaning too far forward or too far back, I'm going to fall over. If I'm leaning too far to the right or too far to the left, I'm going to fall over. The right needs the left. The left needs the right. The front needs the back. The back needs the front. The top needs the bottom. The bottom needs the top. The cold needs the hot. (laughs) The dark needs the light. The day needs the night. That's balance. Instead of picking a side, how about we just listen to all sides and we love each other? How can you tell if something is hate or love? If I can't wait to tell you my opinion, if I'm not listening to you, I just, I'm listening to you. So I'm waiting for you to pause for a second so I can jump in there really quick. I'm not at that point seeking to understand. I'm seeking to be understood. I'm not really listening to you. You're just an excuse for me to ready to get throw in my point. When you say something that I disagree with, or I just know is wrong because my opinion is opposite of that. Doesn't that sound egotistical? (laughs) I mean, let's just call it what it is. When I say my way is right, your way is wrong, that feels an awful lot like being egotistical to me. But if I find some satisfaction by letting you know how you're wrong, that's 80-proof hate, not 80-proof love. (laughs) If I can't wait to let you know how you're wrong, let me put it this way. 
I have three boys. And there are times when I had to correct my boys when they were younger. And still there are times when I disagree with them. But I never once looked forward to disciplining my child. I never once looked forward to correcting my child. Now, there were times when I did it impulsively, but my wife and I decided when we were raising our kids a long time ago, we, we need each other in that situation. Because when I'm impulsive, ready to go do something, I'm probably going to regret it later. When I'm reacting to the situation instead of responding to the situation, I'm probably going to regret that later. So my wife and I would help each other. When I would just feel myself, my emotions bubbling up and ready to just react, I would go to my wife or my wife would, would, would see that and we would talk about it. And later on, I mean, at that moment, I was ready to just deal with it, but I would have regretted that later. If I can't wait for you to shut up so I can tell you what I believe, if I can't wait, if I find some sort of satisfaction, I can't wait to just correct you, that's not love. As long as we're talking about the Bible today, there's a love chapter in the Bible. Did you know that? Check it out. It's really good. It's in the New Testament too. It's in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 13. And it says that love is patient. How do I know if I'm 80 proof love or 80 proof hate? Am I patient? It says love is kind. It doesn't envy. It doesn't boast. It isn't rude. It isn't self-seeking, right? So how can I tell if I'm love proof or 80 proof hate? You got to test it. The proof is in the pudding. Opinion polls don't count for much. Opinion is not where it's at. Relationship is where it's at. Love is where it's at. The proof is in the pudding. Hate, on the other hand, is an intense or passionate dislike. We need each other. I need you, even if you disagree with me, especially if you disagree with me. I had someone talking with with someone the other day a, a good friend of mine and they started saying things that I just I just didn't agree with you know what I did nothing I just listened to them I didn't feel like it was the right time to try to tell them what I felt I, they were talking about their life and they were excited about what they're talking about I just listened to them because I care about them I was enjoying the conversation, even though I didn't agree with some of the things that they're saying. Now, would I have a problem telling them that? No. If the door opened up, if I felt like that door was opened up, but that wasn't a point. They weren't telling me their opinion to try to start a fight with me or try to, dis- to prove something to me. They were stating their opinion because they were just stating their opinion. And so I just listened to them. I didn't have to correct it because their relationship is more important to me than their opinion because opinion polls don't count for much, do they? The proof of the pudding is in the eating. I hope that helps. Hope that made sense. Hope it didn't make you too angry. Hope it gave you something to think about because honestly, we need each other. We need to be in balance. And uh, we don't want to fall and hurt ourselves or hurt other people. We need each other. It's not about the opinions. It's about the people. Are you a lover or a hater? What the world needs right now is some 80-proof love, not 80-proof hate. Make someone happy. Make just one someone happy. And you will be happy too. Remember, 
my opinion isn't perfect. Oh, wait. Um, <laughs> life isn't perfect. I can still be happy. Steve Ace. Even if my opinion.